0: (laughs) I hate you. What? We can go ahead and start the episode right now with a story about this. (laughs) Justin is a terrible person because that is a band that I instantly recognize called the Brazilian Girls, who I used to work at a club in Cincinnati, northern Kentucky area, called the Mad Hatter. Yeah. And one night there was this show that I remember texting Justin. I was like... There's some band here that I've never heard of called the Brazilian Girls, and there's like 500 hipsters here just like dancing that are all high, and the only lyric I can make out is, pussy, 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 marijuana. And back in those days, we didn't have Spotify or anything that easy, and I don't think just anybody believed me. And then lo and behold, later, we actually (laughs) found the album, and there it is, and that is a song, and I was correct.
1: I... I I still don't believe that it exists. I you just played it. Says, so you know, I, mean, you, <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter if I played it or not. It doesn't exist.
0: Welcome to Big Snackers, episode 12. No one thought we'd make it this long. <laughs> I don't think anybody was doubting this. No, one, no one thought oh. we'd make it this All long. All right, man. That's cool. But uh, we we did, and I'm in fashion today. Not only do I have a large Diet Coke from rallies, I have a peanut butter chocolate milkshake, so I'm snacking. These are two big snacks. Huh? Yeah. Get it? But I had something to ask you about. I want to start the show with. Okay.
1: So you walked in here with a bag of Rallies and some and a milkshake from UDF. Yeah. Okay. But you text me, and said, "Almost there. Sorry, this bag faced bitch got my cookies all tangled."
0: That must have been a weird autocorrect.
1: I don't think no. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's an. Auto- I was
0: driving with one hand. I was trying to hurry here because I know I was late. And I I think what I meant to type was sorry. Stop by Rallies drive-through real quick.
1: The This is not, impossible, not what, impossible. What do you for mean? This to have corrected to that. That for What
0: did it say? Also, besides that, yeah. rallies is a real
1: word. Drive-through is a real word. It's not going to auto-correct to almost there.
0: Sorry, this bag-faced bitch got my cookies all tangled. I don't know. That. You know, so move on. Okay? <laughs> can we just move on? Can
1: we make a shirt that just says that on Yes, there? we can do that. <laughs>
0: Basically, that was my way of telling you that I had to stop by rallies real quick.
1: I had a feeling, but I was like, I was really hoping
0: you were going to bring cookies over here. Ooh, that would have been good. One tie. One, time, one <laughs> day. Bitch. The only time I've eaten cookies on this podcast was when I was in Florida. I didn't share them with you. That makes me a bad co-host.
1: So it's not really making you a bad co-host. It just makes you extremely unhealthy that your, your dinner
0: was cookies. No, because, listen, we've talked about my diet for years, and I've been saying um, the best diet <laughs> you can go on. we haven't talked about your diet on here. Okay, so. my diet plan... That anyone will lose weight. I'm I'll endorse you, this diet. Plan. Is for one month, no matter what, you eat nothing but chocolate cake and chocolate milk. If you don't think I'm crazy, but let's be honest. After the second day, you're not keeping any of that down. No. Mm-mm. So you, I'm not saying it's a healthy diet. This is a weight loss diet. It's like the Atkins carb thing. Yeah. I'm not endorsing it to, to be healthy, but if you want to lose weight for one month, Chocolate cake, chocolate milk, that's every it. Every single meal. Every single meal, every day. You doesn't will always wait. How, you might die.
1: sick you are of it. Doesn't matter what happens. You always
0: eat it, no and matter what. You might, you probably won't die. You could, depending on the shape you're in when you start.
1: I think you, uh, it depends. Okay, if you have any, like. You won't uh, feel good after no, the month. If you have any adverse effects, like your kidneys start feeling weird or something, then stop. But yeah. ultimately, make it those 30. Okay, do it in February where it's 28 days. So it's easier. Yeah. That
0: way, you know, make it a cake month. And you can celebrate Black History Month with chocolate, and it, it all goes together.
1: It's actually not a bad idea. There let's, you go. And <laughs> Let's, let's uh, contact the NAACP about the crossover <laughs> yeah. promotion. And I'll
0: tell you right now that I know a doctor, so it's probably fine. We're endorsing this. I've been to a doctor Wait, once.
1: Right? <laughs> oh, okay. What?
0: I'm just saying that there's a doctor somewhere in my family, so we can endorse this. We're so basically experts. What if there's experts. a
1: doctor in your family? So Does it mean that you know what you're yeah. talking about? Chocolate cake, particular? chocolate
0: milk, one month. You're good.
1: Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Because you met a doctor once.
0: You're right. That makes I'm, you. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. I'll ask him about Why it. Why are you I'll going to the report back to next week? Of you your
1: unhealthy cake and chocolate milk <laughs> lifestyle.
0: No, I uh, have some uh, anxiety issues. Oh, that's always the worst to go to the doctor and talk about. Yeah, because they either think that a you're crazy, or b you're just like trying to get some sort of pills when you actually just have real anxiety issues trying to get weed bro bro if i could get weed i'd be high <laughs> yeah that's usually Rack generally City. What? Rack, Rack City. um okay let's start with some questions you have some questions did you want me to do this thing that you brought we're gonna to do that we haven't gotten that yet i uh, picked up the local uh, gas station grocery around here is called united dairy farmers which is basically just in cincinnati i think they extend a little bit farther but it's in our little area of the midwest and i picked justin up uh, go ahead and describe what i got you a candy ice cream. Well, literally, that's just what it's called. A candy ice cream. It looks like... It looks awful. Yeah. It looks bad. It's, it just says twist and lick. On There's it. not a 1% chance it'll taste good. Justin's going to review that on the air twist today. Twist and lick. We also today have no guests. We uh, are just going to chat cause we have a bunch to talk about. Yeah. And we honestly, when we started Big Snackers, we never really planned it to be like a formatted thing where we have a guest every week. We've just gotten very lucky to have a lot of cool people that want to talk to us. And next week, I think we might have a guest, but we just are going to be... Just the two of us today. Yeah. We never really Smart, want to stick to a certain intimate. format and it's have like a guest when, every week. It's
1: like when you're married and you need to go on a date once in a while, you know?
0: Yeah, with your best friend, Justin. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, let's start with some questions, and today we're going to get into video games. Uh, we're going to elaborate. We wanted to talk about PS4 and Xbox One, and I have both now, so I can, unlike most people who've decided to come on it, actually have an opinion after playing both Come on it? Commented on it. Okay, Mostly, <laughs> who 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 are you seen coming on? It seems like no, a no. lot of money to spend to come on something. I'm just saying that I've noticed, and I'm sure you agree, mm-hmm. a lot of people arguing about the systems that have n- played neither or maybe only one, mm-hmm. and I have both. So how about much to talk do you think
1: them. they come on it?
0: No, commented on. Okay, but I
1: really wanted to know this answer this question. That's the first question.
0: Hopefully not at all, because I don't. That just wouldn't do any good for anybody. Gonna We're gonna talk me, about though, movies. I, uh, I definitely want to talk about a few movies. Probably good for me. And some music. So, and it's cool because a few bands have thanked me for putting uh, them in our list last year and uh, last week last for the year. year. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, so it's cool that a lot of people are listening. So, as we near 200,000 downloads, I'd like to say it's nice knowing you, peasants. Yeah, seriously. And we'll see we'll you. See in hell, you fucking yeah. assholes. So, <laughs> goodbye, peasants who don't have almost 200,000 downloads. You plebeian motherfuckers. Um, if you think it's that easy to get up here with your friends yeah. and talk about music yeah. and video games? Yeah. It is. Yeah, it actually is pretty so, easy. Yeah, thanks for listening. But um, <laughs> let's
1: get yeah, to questions. Yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Uh, 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 okay, let's see. Okay, Betsy. Okay, Betsy, come on in. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Justin and Ryan, I have a question. I've sent a question to Ryan via email and didn't hear back. So, is it via or via? Everybody always says. Uh, there's some. Do you mean like saying that. by way of?
0: Yeah, I think
1: it's via. I think it could be either way i think british people just say it via british people don't assholes. count yeah um via, via email and didn't hear back so i guess my first question is should i destroy all of my mixtape mixtape stuff in a tearful rage yes second question how did the concept of the split with direct hit and mixtapes come about i love the idea behind it and wondered if there are any other similar eps like that worth checking out awesome show can't wait for it every week thanks matt brinkerhoff Hello, Matt Brinkerhoff.
0: Thank you for your Hi, question. Matt. Um, you should destroy all your mixtape stuff. Unless you have anything rare, it might be worth money on eBay. Um, the trick... Is there
1: anything even like that?
0: I always wondered about your band. Yeah. Because I know you guys put out a
1: lot of weird shit
0: If the you have uh, some of the old stuff and test presses, someone offered me $300 for my test press of our first record. What was it a test for? You no, know, like the test press? Yeah, what was it a test for? <laughs> Anyways. AIDS test. A test press, kids, is when uh, you put out a vinyl and they have to make sure it sounds right, so they make 10 or 20 just on normal black vinyl with no I label. I to press
1: my balls all the time to see if I have a, like a lump or anything.
0: You got a lump. Oh, yeah. Um, But <laughs> outside <laughs> of burning our stuff, which <laughs> you, know what you should did. do, the direct hit split came. Actually, when Mixtapes was first a band, we... Uh, well, for people that don't know, and I'll make this very brief because I don't want to be boring, but when Mixtapes started, we weren't really a real band. Um, I would written a bunch of songs after my dad passed away, and more and I got together, and we're just going to record them acoustically maybe and we never planned on playing a show or doing anything and tim from the band fireworks was in town staying at my house he was like these songs are really good i'm going to come down here and record them and we were like oh okay never really thought anything of it that he was about to go on tour with saves the day and newfound Glory. glory was like i'm going to fly down record the songs in a day so we can take off and we're like uh, okay so we learned them the night before never played him with drums and then just put out maps and that was that and ended up doing really well which is amazing obviously but uh after that a label called kind of like records the owner is a girl, a girl named lisa gerlich hit us up and was like if you were the band direct hit which at the time was like one of my favorite newer bands i was like yeah they're great she's like do you guys want to do a split she was like you know i want to put it out and we we're like cool so she did and then was like i'll give you guys gas money why don't you drive to milwaukee and we'll do the split video and she was kind of had the idea and we did it and it was very fun and as for splits like that I assume, just like I could probably give you answers, you mean split where the bands cover each other? Yeah. I don't know what else you would mean? That's what I was so yeah, I mean, there's a logical cool splits like it. that. I mean, um, well,
1: that used to be more common back in the day than it is now. I was actually going
0: to say you can take my punk points away. I don't really like Hot Water Music or Alkaline Trio that much, but their split where they cover oh, each yeah. other it's is really fucking
1: good. great. Or the Rancid No Effects split where they which, cover each other. No Effects side no is great. Side is awesome, and Rancid side is funny nice. thing
0: about that is I would say I probably do like Rancid overall more than No Effects. I agree. But Rancid well, sucks on that somewhere. split. They
1: suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree up to a certain point. I mean, I, I think, oh, I, well, no, I like No
0: Effects better than Rancid, but I still like Rancid a As a 30-year-old, it just depends on the day. Yeah. Like, I don't grow out of things like genres of music. I hate when people are like, oh, I used to listen to punk. It's like, I still like punk, but... It's like, good for you. There's, no. Yeah, I think that's dumb. Now, what do you listen to. Such a dumb attitude, but there are bands. Like, No Effects, is obviously, and I think anyone would agree even the members of the band, is not going to be the same to me when I'm 30, when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I still love them. They're really talented. But I can't listen to NoFX once a week like I could, or even every day when yeah, I was I kid. mean, I, I still could. just depends. There's certain songs I really like enough that, like... I mean, they're on, like, playlists that I have, like, on Spotify where I'll...
1: Agree. Like, it'll come on on Shuffle. I think anyone listening to this is here
0: and I would agree, though. Like, once or twice a year, I'll get that NoFX or Ransom mm-hmm. mood, and I love it. And it's not like when I get out of that mood, I don't like it. I just... Yeah it's not i don't listen to sky punk all the time anymore yeah.
1: i mostly just listen to sarah mclaughlin every day and then oh, i yeah. while, go back you know she and, got yeah. some legs yeah
0: but uh the rancid no happened to good her, i don't know the alkaline trio hot water music split though like i said i'm not a big fan of either band but that split do you agree it yeah i great i, think it's I mean great. I think the rooftops fantastic. cover there's yeah. just other than that i know we're missing some what are some that people need to check out we're definitely missing something. Uh, I know. Things. I didn't even bother to research
1: this. I just was. The only one that I came up with up top of my head while you were answering that question was the
0: uh, 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 Connie Dung's Automatics uh, Fuck Yous Fuckers yes. <laughs> Split 10 Inch. Which no one listening to this knows what that no. is. But the Connie Dung's are honestly. They're one of my favorite bands. They're from Ashland, Kentucky. Yeah. For those people that don't know what Lookout Records is, which is weird to say, but times are a change in yeah. Lookout Records is where Green Day and Operation Ivy started and Rancid. They also had bands like the Queers and Screeching Weasel, and it was already kind of an underground label. Yeah, but then uh, if Mutant you went, Pop like, yeah. was the underground version, yeah. basically of Lookout. Would you agree? Far, far underground. Yeah. Which was the way more where amateur. actually,
1: oddly enough, like
0: bands like Dillinger 4 came from. Exactly, like, and they did. And Mutant Pop is one of the few labels that was cool because I think all the short run series mm-hmm. where you would just subscribe they also to, put out, like the No Buddies and stuff, like bands that later on actually did it, do it did, okay. something, but like. Um, and they did the short run series where you basically would just sign up and every was it week or every two weeks? Every two weeks, I you got a new EP, but it was in the, the mail.
1: Terrible CD, like it, it was, was like on a <laughs> shitty CDR,
0: <laughs> but we all loved it. Yeah. And
1: I, it sucks because in 2013, there's so many bad bands. There were actually, well, but they're so classic. I mean, if you want but to think about it, there were some great bands. Like Girl Scouts came from that short yes. run CD thing, and we wouldn't have Rivet Head, and then we wouldn't have you know. That's Dear true. Landlord Dear Land. and uh, Banner Pilot, Banner Pilot and all that, mans. like uh, everything kind of. Honestly, Mutant Pup sprang forth a lot of things, but not, did. not
0: always a lot of things you
1: wanted to hear necessarily.
0: True. But I'll... at least he did a lot of good stuff. But it was so cool is because nowadays um, people, music scene is so weird. And on top of that, I'm not want to say it's better or worse because I think anyone our age is going to think that what they listen to is better. Like we've talked about on this podcast before. I think Black Flag sucks, but people... I could be like, Screeching Weasel's better than Taking Back Sunday. There'll be some guy 10 years older than me and Justin, like, fuck you, that's yeah. queer. Black, Black Flag is where it's at. So, no, yeah. times change, whatever. But, regardless, I think anyone would agree. I don't think there's really labels nowadays that you I would just sign up for and just trust that they'd send me all-year records that I would care about. No, not at least. And, and, it's and not...
1: especially not as, like, specialized as Mutant Pop was in that specific genre of music. Like, most record labels try and diversify. Mutant pop was not interested in any kind of diversification whatsoever. And I
0: think having like um an eclectic record label is cool. But it was kinda nice back then it certainly was like that, which like we're a pop punk label. Mm-hmm. We put out pop punk. Yeah. So that's... if you like pop punk, sign up to the short run thing. And you pretty much know what you're gonna get. Plus You're gonna get a good band, some bad yeah. bands. Oh yeah, definitely. And but that was but awesome.
1: Plus with uh I mean mutant pop in general, like what was good about it was that he took a lot of chances on bands that would never, other otherwise, be able to put out something. Like, well, I think really. what
0: what was his name Tim. Mm-hmm. What Tim did was cool. Is yeah, he might hear a band and be like, you know what, this band's not good, but they could be good. Yeah. And nowadays, everyone's so big business. Would so be like, get back to us in a few years, kid. Go practice. Yeah. And it's like some bands just want to have fun and play in basements. And yeah. He was there for that, and nowadays, records don't really sell, so you don't see people that are out to do that. Yeah. I didn't even. I don't really even care about anything else that
1: they ever did because they put out that Carter Peace Mission album, and that was the greatest. Yeah, I mean, all these bands, me, literally, the uh, please ever. link at the
0: bottom of this what I miss, and I think the perfect the perfect video of the way they're dressed, the attitude, is exchanged by Carter Peace Mission, and I urge everyone, put the link, please, for the YouTube video at the end of the uh, Tumblr on this yeah. one. You can't just watch it once. You're going to watch yeah, this that's video. That's one of the greatest be, song songs song is the ever. best. <laughs> I love that song. And just tell me, yeah, you won't want to keep on watching it because... Yeah. Yeah, so to get off track, uh, what were we actually talking about? Oh,
1: split things with other bands.
0: I honestly like I don't
1: know. Um, my best advice would be to go on Spotify, look up that No Effects Ranted split, and then look at like related searches or something. You know, uh, because that's like such a different era
0: thing to do I, don't, I mean i know it still happens but i don't think it happens as yeah much as i think it it's more be. of a throwback even when we did the direct hit thing it's funny because uh some younger kids would be like this is cool like it's a really cool idea and i'm like this is a ripoff yeah, idea is <laughs> which isn't a bad thing idea. actually like nowadays it is kind of weird but uh it would be cool if a label came out in 2013 that was just like even i'm not a lot of people you know they're about five years 10 years younger than justin and i started liking pop punk when drive Through records came out And that's more when I kind of started falling off of it just because I'm older. And it's not that I think Drive Thru Records wasn't good. I just – the whole newfound Glory starting line genre just didn't appeal Mm. much to me. And that's okay. But even, you know, Drive Thru, I'm still going to say I give a lot of credit to. Because they were still a label that I think if you were into that could have done something like a short run. Yeah. And people would have subscribed to it. Because they were putting out Homegrown, Alistair, Starting Line, Something Corporate. Oh, they would have had a huge following for for that. For sure. I think it would be kind of cool if a label did come back out and for any kind of music and was just like – this is what we're here for. If you like it, trust us. And I don't know. I've heard the drive-thru is supposed to come back. I don't know if that's true. I, they were cool on. until the end, and they got really weird. And the owner of that record label apparently had a fetish where he would make bands walk on his back, and that's been confirmed for me. Like, in different types of shoes or just barefoot? I think barefoot, and he would just like what an amateur. bring them to sign uh, the record deal, and he would just have them walk on his back. I think we have a resurgence of cool punk and pop punk, though, because... What I do like is even bands like Newfound Glory, whether or not I love the music, people like Chad and stuff are coming out, talking about like the Invalids and Mr. T Experience in interviews, and Invalids were a great mutant pop band. Yeah. So it comes full circle. I mean, it's cool to go back, I think, and listen to stuff that your favorite bands like. So if anybody's listening to this, check out Mutant Pop. And there's a chance that depending on what you YouTube or find, it might be the worst thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Or there's a chance you might oh, hear a fucking pop punk perfectly written after school special like song to one of my favorite bands. And there's a chance you might hear something like Bug Light, <laughs> and you'll be like, is this what those guys told me to listen to? Bug Light. Because this sucks.
1: I mean, I could name 40 bands that
0: were on that label that were terrible. And I could name 25 could also that name, were incredible. Yeah. I mean, what's uh, what's what's their name? It's going to drive me crazy. Charlie Brown gets a valentine. Oh, they're still cra- Even kids nowadays, if awesome. they could hear that last record, it was mind-blowing. still. They're still was, around. Are they? Yeah. They had well, a I'm new not record, a like... Like last year, year. Or what was a record like six or seven years ago? Oh, Dismissed. Yeah, I think so. If you can find that record, it's perfect. on YouTube. You can definitely it?
1: find it on there. I don't know about Spotify and stuff. A lot of that older stuff. Yeah, that's the big downfall. of Spotify. As much as I love it, I wish that some of that older stuff was on there. Except it's not going to be because it's always put on there by the people who own it, and not everybody who owns it wants to do that. But well, it
0: is also funny because uh, I guess the stuff does come full circle. It's funny to think about <laughs> is bands like that were on mutant pop. It's kind of how the ergs got started. And Mm -hmm. then Mikey, you know, is in all these bands, and he's in Off Their Heads. And the drummer of Off Their Heads just left off their heads to join Polar Bear Club. Yeah. He's doing these huge tours. And he's an old school pop punk guy. So that's so crazy. Basically, we just broke down pop punk for you by generations. Well, at least, yeah, as far as that goes. Um, Um, I don't even know if I answered your question, but hopefully, you got entertainment out of everything we just said. (laughs) To to basically sum it up for you, yes, you should break all of your mixtapes records. But not yeah. with tears. I don't want you to cry, Brian. Was that his name? No, Matt Binkerhoff. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, br- whatever, Brian. What's well, because you've been calling me Brian all week. So what, Brian Brockwell? Yeah, okay. For of you. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Matt, for that question.
1: All right. Um, this guy says, I, or g- girl,
0: I don't know. One of the two. It's anonymous. Why does it have to be gender, man? Okay, this thing. This... <laughs> Can we break into something real quick? Um, I'm not going to name the band, and I don't want to name names. But I fr- know I can guess, and I'll, I'll say it if I think. I it. doubt it, actually. Right. A friend of mine's band, who is some of the best people I know, actually, had a guy fill in a year or two ago. I went to playing some shows with him, and he was a very <laughs> horrible person, basically. But no, uh, yeah. the band ended up actually kicking him out, and the band is not like that, which I didn't want to say anything. Oh, is it people. because he was like a shit? Like He was like this ultra PC guy to the point where... Because I don't want to say PC is a negative thing, but I'm saying this guy is a negative thing. He said once to me, we were sitting at a sushi place, and he said, I just am past the point of saying male or female. I think it's wrong. I don't think anyone should be categorized. And I responded to him and I said, You know, if someone's like transgender, doesn't want to be identified, that's fine. You should respect that. But there's lots of people that are just guys and girls. Yeah. That's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I was born with a penis. I identify as a male. I don't want to be anything else. I'm a guy. Yeah, but this guy was basically saying, "No, that's not right. We don't need to just separate people by calling them males and females." And that was the first thing where I was like, "You're kind of an idiot, but okay, like you're just taking this to a level that doesn't who, even need to uh, go." I hate people who don't—they're so
1: like—they're <laughs> so like against being offensive that they're like neutered. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and it's like it's one thing. It's whatever. I'm as liberal as the next person. That's fine if that's yeah. your viewpoint. You can have it, but you sound like a fucking jackass. Like people, even people <laughs> who are transgendered and, and, and gender neutral don't do that. They still no, recognize that other absolutely people. Not. And the thing is, is that male and female is not a fucking signifier of that person's lifestyle or who they no, are. It it's a signifier have. of whether they have a vagina or a dick. If they want to be uh, if they want to be identified as a different gender, they're more than welcome to say something about it. They don't have to not you know well, what I mean. And he just said to me he said, I think it's disrespectful to call somebody a guy or a girl. So was it the entire, did the entire band Reviver join your friend's band? It's not Reviver, no, I was going to say. <laughs> just this
0: one guy. It wasn't Reviver. But, uh, no, it was a cool band, which is why I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Which normally I don't mind, but there's no reason to in this situation. But, uh, what was the other thing that he said, though? Because it completely killed me. Oh, actual quote. He said, I don't listen to the new Propaganda because it's too masculine. That's real. The
1: hell does that People mean, do the, think like the, this. The,
0: you mean the most liberal PC oh, band by on far, earth? <laughs> to the point where I don't think I would get along with propaganda as humans mm-hmm. because our views might differ. I mean, I, I stand for the same things as them, but we obviously have different personalities. Yeah. But too masculine? Do you mean that music sounds too masculine and that could be offensive? Because that's insane to me. What does that even mean? How is this person even in a band? Uh, they're not anymore. So. Well, I know that, but how are they even doing... I'm going to... Okay, I want uh, you to think long look. and hard before you answer this. I can't pick up a And guitar. here's the best part. After they got kicked out of this band... They moved. I want you to think hard. What city do you think they moved to? Cause if you think good, you're going to guess the right city. And if not, I'm gonna Portland? tell. Portland. Yep. Yeah. Portland. <laughs> and there you that go. That makes sense. That explains it sums all of it up. But all this, yeah. Portland is beautiful. The people in Portland so much. Not. Ah, uh, we were actually on tour last time in Portland. I can tell you a good. How Portland does that story.
1: guy contend with the fact that there's all those strip clubs in Portland and all those ladies who actually like being strippers there? Because like they don't like it. No. Oh. They're objectified, bro. <laughs> I can't pick up this guitar; It has
0: curves on it, like a <laughs> well, okay. person of. Or I don't even want like to call people people, man. I don't even know what word I should use. My Portland experience and this two things happened within ten minutes. First time we played in Portland, I don't care if you want to call me a tourist. I want to go to Voodoo Donuts yeah. because it looks awesome. And I will say now, after going, I every do time, like the fact that people call someone a tourist. It's like, it's like I'm a tourist for going and supporting a local business, and not, not only like that. A, which you're <laughs> right. I brought this point up to many people. But not only that, after going to there every time we play Portland now, yeah. I can tell you that View Donuts is one of the few places I've been to that's not overhyped. They're the best donuts I've ever yeah. had. And not just because like, they look cool. They're delicious. But not only that. So, uh, are you
1: fucking posing? We
0: ended up getting there right around lunchtime, so there was a line. And I'm just sitting there with our bass player. And this punk guy walks by and looks at us and goes, Ugh. People in Portland like, they've never seen a donut before. Like, trying to like make some snarky comment. I just laughed at him. And I was like, alright, man, so cool. <laughs> so then... I get my donut and I'm sitting out on the sidewalk sitting at a table. You should have just and, looked at him and been like, what the fuck is a donut? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, so I'm sitting there at the table eating a donut and this uh, street gutter punk looking guy comes up. And of course, he has a dog. I don't know why they all have dogs. I wish I could take all their dogs from Me them. Me too. Yeah. So badly. And he literally goes, can I, can I have one of those donuts? I was like, No. And he looked at me with his look that was like, cool, man, like I'm supposed to be like his brother in punk or something. And I was like, I just bought it. I'm like, no, you can't. If you can't afford to get your own donut, why the fuck do you have a dog? Yeah. Would be my second question. Yeah. Because you look very unhealthily skinny. You have face tattoos. And I just saw you sleeping in a gutter, basically. What is your dog doing? Give it to somebody to take care of it. My number one issue,
1: yeah, is those people with dogs. We've talked about that on on podcasts that John and I have, where it's just like that dog doesn't want to fucking be there. No, the dog it doesn't want to have a be house, there, man. Like, I've I've like I've seen dogs that like volunteering at the shelter that are better taken care of than that fucking those fucking gutter punks. Yeah, all gutter
0: punks bring your dogs to me. I just bought a house. It's nice. I will take your yeah, dogs and I will live feed there. them, and I take showers at least once a week, so I don't <laughs> smell that bad normally. So uh, okay, so.
1: The next question is, hey, another anonymous one. Hey, guys, big fan of the podcast. I've been telling all my friends about it for weeks. If you're
0: such a fan, why are you anonymous? Yeah, seriously. At least sign it because there's other people actually, well, at least one, two people sign there. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have to have a name because I don't have a Tumblr either because I don't really get it because I'm stupid apparently. But it's a good place to Justin off. takes care of all the Tumblr stuff, but mm, at least just sign your name that. so he can call you by your name.
1: Yeah, take care of it.
0: Uh, anyways, go on. Um,
1: I was anyway. He was wondering uh, what Ryan in particular thinks of Ronnie Radke. <laughs> um, no, I in particular don't know much about him. How do we both except talk about for him? I've seen a video for. Some song I don't remember what it's called, but he's in like a
0: Lamborghini and then he gets okay, out of a helicopter. Ronnie Radke used to sing in a band. I don't know why I know this. Probably because I read my alternative press every month, even if I don't care about the bands. But uh, Ronnie Radke used to yeah sing take a band. that uh, Scott Heisel yeah, Daniel. Uh, Ronnie Radke used to sing in a band called Escape the Fate, which were one of these Motley Crue type revival bands, like trying to bring back the image of the leather like and black veil brides, all that like. stuff or whatever, and. Something happened. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to say things that aren't true because I don't know. But he ended up not being in the band. And he started a band called... Can I say things that aren't true? You can say whatever you want. He started a band called Fallen Reverse, which is more over the top and ridiculous. And mixed like hip-hop and metal and pop-punk in with this. And so bad. Basically, the entire story is we had a shirt that we made for Warp Tour. Because Fallen Reverse was supposed to be on the main stage at Warp Tour. And they canceled... And they made up something that had to do with him having a child, but I think it completely came out that Kevin Lyman that runs Warp for Everybody was basically like, He's lying, this isn't true. They're having inner band turmoil or something. And then the Wonder Years were also on the main stage at Warp Tour and that is our Booking Agents band and a friend of mine, like Soupy's called in here before. So we made shirts just as a joke, <laughs> only for Warp Tour, I didn't think much of it. On the front, it said "No More Soupy" and had his face crossed out. On the back, it said "Way More Raggy" with Ronnie Raggy's face <laughs> on the back. We didn't make that many of them, and uh, when we got there, we literally sold all of them within the first two hours of Warp Tour, almost just to people on Warp Tour right. and the crew and bands. It's like, oh, I guess we should order more. So we got Mike, our merch guy, and we ordered more, and we just were selling them like crazy. People coming asking us, and say, "Are you gonna have these after Warp Tour on your web store?" We're like, no, it's just a joke for Warp Tour. It wasn't really supposed to be anything. And then uh, lo and behold. Have I told the story on the podcast? Mm -hmm. It's a pretty funny story, but uh, about a month after Warp Tour, maybe two or three weeks, I'm laying in bed. It's like 9 a.m., and I get a call from Orange County, California, and I'm like, "Hello." It's like, "Hey, uh, is this Ryan Rockwell?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "This is Ronnie Raggi's attorney." I was like, "Oh, hi. I know. I'm sure I know why you're calling." And that's really the best part of the story because he was. I wish I had a better story. He was very nice. He took care of everything like an adult. He didn't threaten anything. He just kind of worked out a deal with me to get the shirts back to pay for them wholesale. And so we didn't lose any money and just wanted him back because he could have really sued us technically. But uh, that doesn't stand for Ronnie Radke. I I didn't talk to Ronnie Radke. His attorney was nice.
1: But what would he have even sued you for? Using his likeness without
0: permission? His face, which is technically illegal because it had his real face. Oh, God. It wasn't like a cartoon. It was his actual face and name. Nobody even wants to look at his dumb fucking face. I think people do, unfortunately.
1: Well, I don't. I'm not a 12-year-old girl either. So and I, I probably say, I, mean, no, I guess I'm in no no uh I guess I'm in no danger of being sexually imp impositioned by
0: him. But well I was gonna say it's like almost like a two sided question. If you mean from a musical standpoint, what do I think about Ronnie Racky Fall in reverse? I'm a thirty year old punk dude that snake bands accounting crows, so I think they're atrocious. Yeah. And generic. And I like real rap music so. And I like hip hop a lot, but uh so they're a joke to me. And as a person I've never met Ronnie. I have nothing to say other than that. I don't know. Our scene is so ridiculous, I could go on about them, but there's bands like Attila, which are 20 times worse. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's just whatever. I'm not in the band, like him. <laughs> Ron, I don't like them. I don't know any go fuck whatever. himself. The band, I will say that their new record is on Spotify, so it's like you have to download or pay for it, is the funniest record of 2013. And I absolutely recommend listening through Have you heard any of it? No, I know. not Let me do you guys any. a favor real quick. Do you want to lose your mind? Can you look up on here? Do you have Spotify? Yeah, I can look it up. I want you to look up Fawn Reverse Game Over. We're gonna play a game right now. Speaking oh, that was game the Over. song.
1: I'm not listening to that song again. Have you heard that it? That was the song that was on the video that and Vice magazine wrote an article about that my song. My life is like a video game. Yeah. Okay. That's uh about that song specifically.
0: So yeah, that's I don't that's pretty much my opinion, no. is whatever. I'll
1: put up the video of that from that song on the Tumblr because you're not even gonna believe watching it. Um It's unreal. So thanks for your question, person who didn't identify themselves. Is that it? No, there's more. Jeez. Um, People asking us questions like we have answers? Hi, I really enjoy the podcast every week. No, you don't. I know, exactly, because of what they say next. But it seems like your audio levels are at least half that of other podcasts, radio, and music. Okay?
0: It's free. It's called Lo-Fi? Yeah. We just started doing a podcast 12 weeks ago, and we're new to this, and... We never expected this many people will be listening to us or caring. Yeah. So it's actually cool that after three months, someone even cares about our audio levels. So thank you for pointing it out. But we no. just kind of do this every weekend. No. You're being way too diplomatic. Fuck that. I'll change
1: the levels, <laughs> but you can suck a dick because it's free. Anyway. <laughs> um, you can both get off my dick. Well, I'm not on your dick, technically. Uh, yeah, you a few feet from it. You sure about that? Um, anyway, he said, P.S., why do mixtapes and Iron Chic have beef? PPS more Guy Fieri movie reviews, <laughs> which those will be coming in the future. But he doesn't come through town very
0: often, so I'm not I'm not even speaking on the Iron Chic beef right now because it's yeah. stupid, and I don't I've already had my piece online, so we'll move on from there. I like their new record. I listened to it just. Is Bray. there somewhere that you can
1: that they can read it or something? No. Oh, I, just, I thought you meant you wrote an article or something. It's whatever.
0: It started with a misunderstanding on my part. I apologize for it like an adult, and one person just kept on going on on their side, and it's fine. I'll see him one day on Long Island, and I'll have a little chat with him.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I'm just kidding. I'll change the levels on the
0: podcast. (laughs) Fucking baby. That being said, you're right, though. The Iron (laughs) Sheik album is really good.
1: Yeah, it is. So thanks for your question, anonymous man or woman or I hey, do. what, we don't talk what's gender.
0: The, did he ever tell you what word he used? I don't remember. It was painful. It was like, no. He just, everything he said, you would literally scratch your head, this guy. Like, it was, I don't even want to call him PC because PC doesn't need to be a negative term. I just call him an idiot. Yeah. He was trying to be sensitive to everybody, but by telling me that it was wrong to identify as a male, I was like, that's the most offensive to me because now I'm a guy. Yeah. I'm a guy. I'm a male. That's what I am, and that's okay.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I I I just wondered if you knew what the no, word. I don't was. remember. He just said
0: he said something along the lines of a generic, like, we're all people. Well, yeah, that's true. But that's like saying, What'd you have for dinner? Food. It's all food. Oh uh, what do you mean? What what did you have? It's food, man. I'll call it food. It's just that's all food. offensive. <laughs> like, edibles. I just call it edibles. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. And then uh <clears throat> this person. They, they identified themselves, but they were still anonymous. But they said, first off, I'm sorry that this is anonymous like some of the other questions. Thank you. Thank you very much, actually. Thank you for having like a human. Yeah, thanks for not acting like that last guy. <laughs> we, were just actually, we were actually just wondering about your guys' opinion on how that Future Idiots band covered neighborhoods in its entirety last year. Do you think it's a tacky thing to do? or an admiral ef- admirable effort to restore the sound that Blink had in their glory days. I can, I can speak on that. Also, thank you, Ryan, for chi- for the childhood photo with the order it's hanging in our living room. Thanks f- from Chase and Sarah in Montana. <laughs> um, I can speak on that. Have you heard of the Future Idiots? No. I mean, I, I actually, I looked them up today because I wanted to know, and I guess they're from
0: Sweden, and they do they a lot of covers of songs and stuff. I actually, one day, the reason I've heard of them, I was driving on tour... And Danny, our merch guy, was my co-pilot because we always drive together at night. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put something on Spotify that I think will be funny or good and then just listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. And that Future Idiots band came on, and I guess they do have originals. Yeah. And we were just like, what is this band? Like, this just sounds like some 15-year-olds covering Blink-22. And we went, and it turns out that, yeah, what they did is they covered Blink-22's new album, Neighborhoods, front to back, in the old blink 182 style to show you what it might have sounded like. Two main problems with it are CAD style or like Deuter Ranch animus animus style. I guess was their goal. My two main things with it are: I don't think it's tacky. I think it's fine. Like it's a cool idea. Like there's no reason people would think it's tacky or get mad. I don't know why you get mad about that. Like who cares? I just don't think it was done that well. Not that I don't. Not that they did a bad job. I just don't know if any band could do that right because Blink Now and Blink Then are such different bands that I get what they tried to do and they just made songs faster and stuff. But it still doesn't sound like old Blink. Right. Because those songs. Sound like New Blink, which is bad. No, they're bad songs. Yeah. Like, did you listen to Neighborhoods? No. Um, I don't know if I finished the entire record, but I tried my best. And Chris Farron from Fake Problems, I think, put it best: is that it sounds like it was recorded in space. Like the whole three recorded in different studios because they all hate each other, or whatever. And it's just it's a mess.
1: But I I don't I I just haven't liked them so long that it's like it no longer registers to me when they have a new album come out. Like I think you and I have
0: similar opinions where. Maybe not the same, but I don't like really old Blink. I don't like new Blink. I really like Dude Ranch and Enema. Cheshire Cat has a few all right songs. Yeah. Take every Your Pants has a few all right songs. But really just Dude Ranch and Enema of the State. Like, If you sell, tell me that Dude or Cheshire Cat's your favorite album, I think you're a liar and trying way too hard to be cool. Right. Because, no. I mean, I, I, like, I like Cheshire
1: Cat still, and I like Dude Ranch, and I like Enema of the State. But even then... Uh, as i've gotten older like i like them less and less like more yeah. for
0: nostalgia purposes yeah. but they don't
1: have any like staying power like
0: no. and cheshire cat i mean unless okay. you're talking about aliens this man because that's well, song... cheshire cat you know Carousel solomon and wasting time are amazing yeah but a lot of that album is horrible
1: yeah but i mean it, to me it still holds the charm of There's a, charm a time when they weren't the band they are now i agree with that like, but i think dude ranch holds almost the same charm and is a great record yeah I will not even know if I'd go as far as to say it's great. It I was love great it. when it came out. I love it. But, well, but, yeah,
0: it's fine. You can love it if you want. I don't take, care. take off your pants, and I don't know. I
1: um, had a couple of good songs, but it certainly was miles ahead of what they did on the next album after that. Yeah.
0: The What is that? Self titled? I don't even know if it was. it self titled? Yeah, self titled. You and I listened to that together for the first time. Yeah. We were actually in a parking lot where we used to meet that I sing about all the time, and we got the self titled album. Justin downloaded it early. I remember we got to the musical interlude, and we were like, what in the world is this? And then we got to the song with uh, Robert Smith. Yeah. And I'll never forget just, like, the idea of seeing, like, a hero just fade in front of you or be Mm. crushed. Yeah. I always remember getting a self-titled album the day it came out and reading through the booklet and already wondering, like, what are they doing? These songs aren't good. And then reading the song where I don't know if this is exact where Tom DeLonge said something like, This song is about like if an astronaut went into space, then looked back down at the world, and didn't even know if it was worth going back. And that was the point. I was like, "I'm done with this band." I was like, "I'm done. I don't know what this song is even fucking about, or why that's your description, and what made you want to write about that." But I'm done. I'm officially done with this band. So then, and I was done with that band. Yeah, you and I actually saw them right after that for a dollar. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, they played with Bubba Sparks. Yeah, I didn't even go. I gave. I sold
1: my ticket. Oh to yeah! Somebody, I remember. You did. Yeah. And the only reason I was upset is because you you hung out with Bubba
0: Sparks. That was the only reason I wanted to go. Was a good. I did. to go. Bubba Sparks was him. good, And a band called the Kinnison that no one besides me, Justin and Matt Medina, I remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Blink. I don't know. They're a hot topic for a lot of people. I've noticed on tour, people always have their opinion. That's mine. I think they have two great records. I didn't
1: even know that people cared anymore. Oh yeah! I they're wasn't even
0: aware. Huge. They uh. You know, there was, like, this weird time, I've realized touring back in the day, when every band would cover some off Enema or Dude Ranch, and that was, like, our generation. Yeah. Like, they're still basically just as influential. Really? They, Yeah, people really are into Blank. And that's fine. I mean, that's better that's than a lot like of bands. That's, like, mind-blowing to me. <laughs> it is. I can't even, like...
1: Oh, I can't even think about it. I don't even know what... I don't even know what to say about that, because it's, like, that band, to me, is has... Is is a as a time capsule for a certain place. They and are. It's called the American Pie One soundtrack, and that's about like where I kind of like fall off with them as far as like, like I was as excited as anybody when Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out, but I yeah, also I realized that there was out. nothing that was going to be as good as End of the State, Mm-mm. and and they weren't even trying to be. They were trying to do something different, and for them, the problem is is that. If you're a band who wants to try and do something different, you should know how to play your instruments. Like, Agreed. You know, and, well, you correctly. can tell the change,
0: and I think it makes perfect sense. Is that Travis was in the band while recording *Inn of the State*, but it had such a different feel, is because they didn't ever anticipate the album was going to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. So when they wrote and recorded *Inn of the State*, they were just still a smaller punk band that had a song that got a little bit of radio play. Yeah. And once *Inn of the State* blew up, you could tell how much everything changed, and they almost got this need to become like we need to be taken more seriously. We're like, bigger now, like, uh, and they were stay together for the kids, and, and they, then just they started.
1: Then they both made like vanity
0: projects, like Boxcar Racer and Plus Forty Four. And not only that, like, I don't know if and you, Angels and Airwaves. Did you read the story that came out recently? Actually, about a rock show and first date. No, I guess take off your pants and jacket was done. And, uh, and they did they ask him to write stupid turned, songs they, that were for they the turned radio in and. the album. and the. The label even said, this is a great record, I don't hear any singles, and I guess they both got mad. And literally that day, Mark went home and in 20 minutes wrote Rock Show, Tom DeLong went home and wrote First Date, and they threw them together like in a day. Two funny things about that, though. The album's not great, but those are two of the better songs on it, yeah. which goes to show what Blink should be doing, yeah. is not being really serious. Minutes, yeah. <laughs> and B, well, that's just it, I guess, so that shows that those are two of the better songs on the record. It's fucking stupid shit. Yeah, so um, Blink's a polarizing band, I think. For anybody, yeah. there's people that get so mad that are hearing us, probably like they don't appreciate Blink. Fuck them, and that's fine. That's I guess. fine. I'd yeah, man. I don't care. You can I love two Blink 22 records. I put on Dude
1: Ranch now and sing it front to back. I mean, assuming you can even hear this right now. Apparently, it's not loud enough. No, <laughs> Justin just is on a tirade. <laughs> I'm just messing around. But uh, no, I, I appreciate the feedback, and I also appreciate this person's question. Um, what was the question? We're getting really after that. Just abstracted.
0: the Blink 22 thing. That was it. Just yeah. about, oh. do you think it's admirable or it's cool tacky? cool that band did that. I think it's just impossible to pull off, so good the, for them for trying. The
1: only time I think it's tacky to do something like that is if you're on a tribute album for a band that's still together. Like those Weezer tribute
0: albums or the Green Day tribute Safe's albums. Mixtapes gotten offered a few. Yeah. We got offered a Sub 41 only... tribute album. We Hi. got offered an Alkaline Trio tribute album.
1: Okay, at least I understand the Alkaline Trio one. I don't understand the Sub 41. I didn't even know they were influential in any
0: way. Yeah, I don't I don't think somebody one really was influential I think they were to a degree but I think that's long gone yeah so who would buy a tribute album to them it's on Spotify you should listen to it it turned no, out pretty thank funny you. it's pretty funny I understood like the tribute album like
1: jawbreaker and stuff like that when it came out or the, the two that came out at the same time right but I don't because at least they're a band that's continued to be influential I get I get why they want to make tribute albums because it's like they make money off of it but if the band is still around there's no reason to have a tribute at all agreed agreed unless you're in a
0: fucking metallica tribute band you play on the weekends man you know another band that uh is still just as big as they were, if not bigger that's mind blown i've realized it's fallout boy though who would have ever thought that yeah they're still i mean they're enormous yeah they were huge i think it's because when they came around
1: uh, everybody who listened to them was between like the ages of 10 and 13 so of
0: course like now all those people are 20 23 Whatever. Funny story about Fall Out Boy, though, that I will forever give respect to their drummer, Andy, Yeah, is that the guy's obviously rich. I mean, I don't even know how much money Fall Out Boy makes, but I didn't realize. In a, it's a band called Focus Minds, who's a hardcore band, who are awesome guys, so check them out. But it's funny, and I had no idea. And uh, They were on tour with a band called The Sheds from L.A. that I'm friends with. Mm. And both of them hit me up, and like, hey, can we come sleep on your floor? I'm like, sure, no problem. Funny story is that Andy from Fall Out Boy is the drummer of Focus Minds. No, really? he just, when he's not doing <laughs> Fallout Boy, he just does. He that just tours stuff. in this hardcore band, sleeps on floors, and doesn't give a shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't speak for the rest of the band, but I'd like to think that people are like that. But I bet most aren't at that level, and it's pretty cool that you can tell he's a dude that just genuinely loves to play music. Yeah. And I can't hate on that at all. They're probably. I mean, I don't know if all of them are. Are well, Pete had that Pete nudie. Lint. Yeah. He had this nudie picture leak.
1: Yeah. I looked at it. So so did like a lot of people. But right. I, I did a lot. I so keep, it, I'm I keep sure in my wallet. you and yeah. like girls who were 14 at the time <laughs> both have very similar browsing histories in 2006. All right,
0: let's move on. We are getting right. way off track. It's um, a lot of music talk. Thank you, Chase <laughs> and Sarah in Montana. And you're welcome for the picture of me from eighth grade. Is it the one with
1: like that weird shirt and you have those purple glasses? Or you didn't have the purple glasses yet? There are other ones that were like the yeah, darker tinted glasses. And the colored shirt, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the it's one that used to hang shoulders. on your. Yeah, uh, fridge at your parents. Did you like house. that picture? Yeah, of course I like that picture. You should have sent on the one or at least reproduced it. Uh, that old one of you in the same exact outfit, only you have Westy on your shoulder. You yeah, look all confused. I have. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so the final question is uh, the the on Tumblr the littlest Avenger uh, asked, uh, "What are some of your favorite comics
0: or graphic novels?" Hmm. Um that's actually a cool timing because I can say I just now started to get back into comics a little bit on this last tour. I've always loved comics, um like a lot of people, I don't know if you guys listening agree. Mm-hmm. I used to collect comic books a ton when I was younger and my parents bought me comic books. And then I started touring and my parents didn't buy me things anymore and you realize how expensive collecting comic books is. Oh god. It is a very expensive, expensive hobby, and hobby and it's an awesome hobby and I love it. But I just was worrying about other stuff and did my comics for a while and I just <coughs> recently Started to get uh, get it back into them. and I bought a few trades and a few comic books on our last tour actually. And let me say, is it called a hundred bullets? Mm-hmm. I love a hundred bullets. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I'm reading that, I like why the last man. These are probably generic, like really popular ones, but they're just some no, people. No, I mean re- they're huge, but they're also. But there's stuff people recommended, and I bought. I was like, this is great. And then why the last man? Uh, hundred bullets, and I'm also been getting caught back up with the Batman universe, which. I think it has some cool things going on and some really stupid things going sometimes on. Sometimes, you have to read uh, any, anything always.
1: from the New 52 line, and you're just like, what
0: the fuck? The New 52 line, um, I guess people don't know, is when DC basically just said, oh, everything you've read didn't happen. We're rebooting the entire universe. Yeah, yeah. it was an which answer is... that was a couple years too
1: late and a million ideas too short of being what the Ultimates did for Marvel back a couple
0: years ago. Well, ten that, years ago. That and, like I said to you, I just feel like nowadays comics have no consequences. I wish they did. Like they kill, you know, Robin or Batman yeah. but they're like, "Oh, that didn't really happen." Yeah. It doesn't just, matter. like
1: that was actually the other series that takes place on this world. And
0: Batman was in a different universe. Yeah. So he's not really dead and now he's in the cold war and he's headed back to this day and age. And I'm just like, oh. "But so yeah, I wish there was more consequences in comics like where you couldn't just kill off somebody to sell a bunch of issues cuz like the death of Batman and you know yeah. two episodes later cuz they're not going to kill Batman. If they did, I think that would be fucking awesome. If he just stayed dead. I mean, it'd be really crazy. Right. But it'd be kind of cool, at least. Well, they've try. I mean, they tried to do that before,
1: and it's such an unpopular thing to do to a character.
0: You know what I mean? Like, you
1: can't... If you kill a character that's that popular, then there's so much backlash in the community, because nobody's... Er, as much as everybody always says, like, man, I just want something new. I want something
0: new. If you give them something new, they backlash against it immediately. I don't want to see the death of Batman. I just mean, just anything with consequences. Because, yeah, it's like... yeah. Oh, Robin died. No, he didn't. And that was this other guy that dressed as Robin. And here's four oh, they do people that all the fucking time. <laughs> I hate that. But I would say I'm still loving Batman overall. Why The Last Man, 100 Bullets, which I think 100 Bullets has the coolest plot point of any comic I've read in forever. Which it's about uh, basically a guy shows up to people that have had been wronged in their life or something happened to them. And gives them you know a briefcase or something with a gun and bullets and says, I'm going to prove to you irrefutably that this person is a person that fucked up your life if you go kill them you'll get away with it no matter what mm-hmm. and you can do it and there'll be no consequences and it, i mean it goes much deeper than that um you read it right mm-hmm. but it also just delves into the human psyche of yeah like what would you do in that situation and i think that's such a cool idea yeah i like that i would be very surprised it doesn't get turned into a tv show or a movie yeah i um uh,
1: i don't know some of like my favorite things were like
0: preacher i really like a lot um are oh, you as nervous as I am about that TV show? Oh yeah, I it's mean I've be, gone on it's probably about. Probably to be bad. Uh,
1: I don't like. <laughs> it's just like why, why does Seth Rogen want to make it, and why does that have to be on AMC? Like it can't, it just can't be. I agree. Like, and if it turns out as boring as fucking Walking Dead, you Ugh. know, um, we can
0: talk about that later today.
1: But what, like, Preacher, and uh, like probably one of my favorite graphic novels ever is called Blankets. It's really good. It's, like, it's one of those, one. it's more, it's a real life, like, kind of bio, you know, biopic type, like, biography type comics as opposed to being, like, a superhero or something like that. Um, it's awesome, though. Uh, what else? Like, anything in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen series, probably yeah. the Black Dossier is my favorite thing in that series. Just yes. because I like the era that it's set in. Um... The uh, terrible Batman that they did, where he was a pirate, was good. Is that uh, real? Yeah, oh. they did this series of Batman throughout time. I can't remember what it was called, but one of them was <laughs> where he was a pirate, and it's just like, no, Batman's Bruce Wayne. He isn't some fucking supernatural force from history. That like, one part, he's fighting a woolly mammoth. Now all of a yeah, sudden, he's a fucking ninja. And then I can he's do without that.
0: I don't know who's greenlighting any of this stuff, but uh,
1: but yeah, so uh, that was that was horrible. But I uh, like. Like Transmetropolitan's good, Wanted was good when it was around for a while. It was good, but um, what else? I'm trying to think what else I liked.
0: I don't know. I mean, those would be my three recommendations for me. Be Why the Last Man Hundred Bullets and well, Batman's hard to recommend because there's so many different Batman comics out. So I'll just say if you pick up Why the Last Man or Hundred Bullets, I think you'll be happy. Yeah, I would say,
1: um. Pretty much anything that Warren Ellis writes is fine. Like, Transmetropolitan's great. Powers is great. Uh, I like The Punisher a lot. He's always been, my like, one of my favorite things. Definitely. Um, anything that Garth Ennis did on The Punisher is good. But that's been a couple years now. I don't really know what The Punisher's like now, because I haven't really been keeping up with it as much as I should. Uh, Preacher, if you never read it, just read it. He also wrote that, Garth Ennis did. Um... I don't know. Blankets would probably be my like go to for graphic novel. Okay. Anything by Alan Moore's good. Mr. Majestic by Joe Casey from a couple of years like fuck, it's been ten, twelve years since that was out, which I always say a couple years ago and I forget how like fast time moves. <laughs> but read that because if you don't like Superman, which a lot of people don't because Superman in general is kind of a fucking lame character, Mr. In Majestic is H, like yeah. is like what Superman could be if he was written by somebody who understood how to write. Yeah. That
0: character. Okay. Well, this brings me actually to a special treat I have for you. Yeah. Which I had forgotten about because uh, we technically didn't have any guests today, but we do have one, which, Justin, you don't know about. Oh. Because I told you a while ago I emailed Stan Lee's office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot that they actually did say we'd give him a call tonight, not for very long. Yeah. But uh, Stan Lee, I thought would be harder to get a hold of, but he actually is a cool guy. He still responds from his office stuff. Yeah. And you can get a hold of Stanley pretty easily if you want to. And I've heard him on a lot of podcasts. So we actually got him, and I'm going to have to dial him in here. Okay. So uh, this is a special treat. There we go. Hopefully I'll pick up. Hello? Uh, is this Stan? Yes, speaking. Hey, Stan. This is uh, Ryan and Justin at Big Snackers. Oh, Hello. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Of course, of course. Match. I I have to say, I was very surprised I went to your website and just emailed the info and never thought I would get a response from you, but you responded yourself. Well, I'm very open to the fans. That's who I do it for. Right, and I, I really appreciate that. So, uh, I don't even know where to begin. I know you don't have a lot of time, but to talk to somebody who created... X-Men, the you Avengers. You mean I don't have a lot of time left on the earth or do you mean <laughs> that I don't have a lot of time for this interview? I don't want to cuz either way it could be true. It's <laughs> very true, Stan, but uh <laughs> the man who re- uh, You've created some of the best and most memorable comic books of all time. I don't Wolverine? Know. Wolverine, yeah. Stripperella? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bob Wire? Yeah, I don't really That wasn't really mine, but no. <laughs> I, it was my idea. Oh, uh, okay. So, um I guess I don't want to make this too interviewy, but, but I... The Avengers? I have Avengers? You ever heard of them? Yeah, of course I have. Excelsior. Yes. I don't like this too interview Dr. Strange. I I have a few questions I have to ask you, though. Can we do this? Um, Sure. I'm going to name a few people you created and Mm -hmm. just tell me any thoughts you had maybe when you created them and inspiration behind them. All
1: right. Go ahead. Yes. Cyclops. Well, I just like sunglasses a lot. You see me in movies and things, I'm always wearing sunglasses. You are. So I just enjoyed that a lot. Was it kind of a way he could hide behind his true self? No, not at least Scott Summers. He just likes sunglasses.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: At Uh, first, he was just going to be a guy who wore one big sunglass because he was scared of the sun. Right. But turned out that they needed superpowers,
0: so I was like, well, then he shoots beams out of his eyes and needs sunglasses. So he has a reason to always have sunglasses on. Exactly. Okay, thank you. Fashionable. Right. Um, Number two, uh, The Incredible Hulk. Well, I thought to myself...
1: What would it be like if a man who was very smart was turned into a man who was very stupid? Okay. Say, like, a Jew. uh... uh, You know, a mongrel race like that. Oh, I... A white man uh, debased
0: down to his
1: lowest uh, level.
0: Uh, Stan... Yes, that's it's all racist. Well, but...
1: I'm not. No, it's not <laughs> racist. They're not a race. They're a religion. Still, I think. You know, okay, I feel like Guy Fieri's gone over this with you before. Yes, yeah, if you listen to the podcast last week, I do. I listen to it every week. Okay, thank you. Uh... But that's the problem. And then Jim Lee had to come in, the Asian son of a bitch. Okay, and make him a different <laughs> color and start talking and stuff. And so it was like you're losing the entire point of the whole art piece. Stan,
0: I will never question your uh, creative directions because oh, I thank you for that but I really well you think... have to keep in consideration the time and place that we were correct but I don't think changing the ethnicity of a character really ruins it ruins it for a lot of people <laughs> racists well who do you think has the money uh,
1: the the Jews well they do but they don't buy comics I meant for regular folk like you and me people just normal what do you mean well who do you think has the money just think about guys who have a lot of money
0: I don't know. I don't white people.
1: Oh, Come on, follow me here, people. kid. Okay. You, gotta, you know you what? you got to keep right. on let's, top of it. Let's move on. Uh, Wolverine. Might be 90, but my mind's still sharp.
0: Yeah, sharp and racist.
1: Uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh, I just liked... Uh, I just liked... You no. Know, I wanted a small guy with a lot of knives, like a Puerto Rican. Okay. But they wouldn't let <laughs> me have what? it. You know because, what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so they made me change him to a Canadian. Originally, okay. his name was going to be Logan Lopez. Okay. But uh. then... But then that goddamn TLC group came along. Yeah. With that Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Okay. Couldn't have that. Right. Burned down a house. Right. Sure, she burned down a black man's house, which I agree with. Uh, but Stan. at the same
0: time, you know, I
1: still think a man's thing is a man's property. You understand? They got 40 uh, acres and a mule for a reason. Okay, uh, Storm. Well, I'll tell you what. Me and old Steve Ditko back in the early days of Marvel, right. back when, after it was Atlas, uh, we went around and we got a lot of strange tale. Uh, and there was a woman from Africa. Okay. Exotic. Right. Yeah. Well Did I had just sex with that you her. had
0: strange tale? Yeah, me
1: and Steve Ditko. Go, go on. Okay. needle dick fucking Italian <laughs> piece of shit. Okay, Sam. Anyway, we went around and we, we got all kinds of strange tale. Asians. Okay. I mean, you got to call them Asians now. Orientals is more my, my speed. I have a feeling that's probably not even your speed, but... Well, you know, whatever
0: you want to say. <laughs> okay. Italians. Okay. Negro women. You uh, could just call them a woman or African-American. Well,
1: I'm you... just trying to explain all the strange tale we had. Anyway, I met one from Africa, and she was quite exotic. Okay. And I had quite a good time with that one. Okay. She had a different ki- type of room. It was a jungle-themed room. Mm-hmm. Now, see, people today would have, take exception to a black woman being in a jungle-themed room, but I didn't. Right. It was 1944. Okay. It's a different time. Yeah. Was that a better time for you, would you say? Well, no. Every time's been pretty good for me. I've fucked a lot of ladies. No, no. I meant, like, in general, the time period. Oh. No, I mean, it was, it's was. it been all right throughout time, you know. Right. Anyway, Storm was based on her, because she really knew how to blow. Oh, no. you know what right, I mean? Like the weather? Okay, I get it. No, like with her mouth. On okay, dick. right. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: Okay, Stan, you're a jokester, aren't you? <laughs> well, I'm a
1: little bit of a naughty boy.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Daredevil. Oh well,
1: see, th- now I always liked that Bob Kane, and I always uh-huh. liked his Batman creation. Right. Didn't so much like the fact that his parents were murdered by a couple of uh shall we say lesser types in an alley you mean like burglars no well sure most of these types of people are burglars you're right okay i see where you're going yeah anyway uh and i i decided that since i couldn't just make a a white guy in a suit that went around and beat up on folks of different ethnicities (laughs) what i would do is i would make one that was blind you see then he didn't have culpability he could beat up anybody he wanted, of any color he wanted to, as much as he wanted to, and nobody would ever be able to say anything about it, because he was blind. That's uh, So he'd never even know he was beating up a Negro,
0: oh, or an Oriental. So what you're... Let me... Okay, so uh, Daredevil's blind, and it was an excuse for you to have a white character... Well, he lives in Hell's Kitchen. Who
1: do you think lives there?
0: Minorities. Okay. Well, what
1: you people want to call...
0: Okay, Um. so basically Daredevil's blind, and it was an excuse to have a white character beat up minorities. Well not it, an excuse. It was an artistic uh direction to take the comic in.
1: Yeah. A lot like Batman. How is that like Batman? He's like he flips around, he does all kinds of shit. He's just blind and he beats up black people. <laughs> Are you gonna Man. say Batman never beat up another person of a different race? I'm saying
0: Batman just went after the bad people. Right. So did Daredevil. <laughs> right. Okay, I think I see where this conversation's headed. Let's move on. Um so you say you uh, love women, obviously. Are you married? Well, not anymore. What happened? I used to be. Okay.
1: What do you think happened? Hold stands. I got guess you me.
0: cheated on her. Yeah.
1: Okay. I did. Use my Colossus on a lot of ladies out there. You call
0: your penis Colossus.
1: Okay, let's uh, yeah, where, where did, did Colossus you?
0: come from? From my penis. Oh. Hard as steel, but has flesh to boot. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh Man, well, I know you're a, your manager said you didn't have long. Is there anything else you want to add? Well, no, not really. Just everybody should go
1: buy the DVD of Stripperella. That was always my favorite character. Stripperella. Yeah. An Aryan woman who stripped and beat up Negroes? Please. <laughs> I must say. How could I not like it? Uh,
0: Stan, I think you've listened to our podcast. A
1: couple of years ago, Pamela Anderson played the voice. You ever seen that piece of tale?
0: Uh. Yeah, no, i know we're... a
1: lot of people have seen it trust me but oh right still,
0: yeah i understand um you gotta get knee deep in that one if you if you listen to our podcast every week i feel like you're a little off base to anything we really talk about or stand Are for Are you guys white yeah well i ain't off base then am i <laughs> okay
1: all right um it's not like i'm on the Arsenio hall show or some shit <laughs> would you do that show no, of course not. <laughs> right. He should be behind the camera. Okay, Stan, you know it, what? Uh, yeah. up the hallway.
0: Okay, Stan. Plunging a th- toilet. Thank you very much uh, for coming on the show. Um oh, thank you for we, having me. Thank you for your creations, I guess. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, have have a good day. You have a good day, too. bye you Excelsior,
1: bye. true believers.
0: Bye-bye, Stan. Goodbye. Uh, wow. What? Well, I know. I wasn't expecting that at that all. That was... Stan, he's a racist. Yeah. Sexual predator, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah, a
1: little bit of one. Uh, I really I... wasn't expecting him to go that far. At I least know, he didn't I'm... say like really hard racial terms. For no, people. but I was,
0: uh, that was uncomfortable.
1: Also, the fact that he blamed or he said Wolverine was supposed to be Puerto Rican, yeah. <laughs> but then he blamed Lisa Left Eye Lopez from you know TLC for the reason he couldn't have him be that. I'm pretty sure Wolverine was around well before TLC. I don't really know.
0: The only thing I can possibly do is ignore that entire interview and keep reading comics. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, at least he doesn't write them anymore. Very true. So, uh, let's segue that into movies, because we want to talk about movies. Yeah, you had uh, something to talk about Two main movies I want to talk about this week were, A, have you seen the preview of the new Medea movie? Yes. Now,
1: I have plans, and I know I shouldn't say this, but honestly... Maybe I'll, this will be the funniest way to go to prison, but I have plans that I was—I'm uh, supposed to go to a holiday party, a holiday movie party. and You're supposed right. to bring a holiday movie. I really want to pirate that movie and bring it with me and put it <laughs> in the DVD player, please. I really want to do that because I was like, I was like, what could be the worst thing to do to somebody? But if I get arrested and sent to jail over pirating, "Medea uh, Saves Christmas," is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I noticed in the preview, the only person is, who
1: ever saved Christmas was Ernest. Let's not get ahead that's of ourselves. Very true.
0: And the new Medea movie has Larry the Cable Guy in it, which nothing wrong. You can't really argue Wha- with me, or it's not racist. The Medea movies no. are always for more of a black audience, and yeah. they're just like that's all they are. And I guess they're trying to diversify it, so they take the most stereotypical redneck white piece of trash. Yeah, but you've watched like the trailer, yeah. where like she's like marrying him, and he goes in a trailer park, yeah, and they have to go there, and I'm just like. This is literally the two worst stereotypes ever put together, smashed into one movie together. That it's almost So they can just literally just make jokes like stereotypical jokes back and forth over and over, yeah. Nothing offends me. And not even in a racial way, just the fact that it exists, that movie offends my senses. It offends Yeah, I my sensibilities hate, are completely... hate weird. the fact that it even exists. Yeah, I agree. And that's all I have to say about it. I, I, Yeah, I'll put up the trailer for it if
1: people haven't seen it, so you can also understand. But that movie...
0: I I understand. I get the why trailer. they... I,
1: I know why they keep giving him money. money. He makes yeah, fucking tons make of money. money. And good for him. He's not particularly talented, but he has no. struck a, a chord so deep in the black community. And I'm pretty sure it's just because... If, okay, if you were a minority or, I mean, a woman or anything, like, anybody who wasn't traditionally successful or viewed as successful. Right. If you had a person in your community that could put their name on something and they got credit, like, in front of it. It's always Tyler Perry's this. Yeah. You would probably support the shit out of them because you've yeah. never had that before. Exactly. You know? I mean, we've had tons of that. Uh, like, you know any white guy in the world? Think about it. It would mean like they don't really do it, but it could happen. Like James Cameron's Avatar, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but like, I, like they don't. But as far as like with like the black community and like, I'm sure this happened. I mean, like Rob Rodriguez in the like Latino community, yeah, that happens. Like with I'm his won't, movies. Won't be
0: honest. Yeah. Them chicks in Avatar is pretty
1: hot. Oh yeah, and you both put it. Yeah, you put it in their ponytail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I agree. And put the trailer up and just let people watch yeah. it and be a mad at yeah. the atrocity. I,
1: I'm 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 happy for him and his success. I'm very ashamed of everyone in the world that goes to movies and watches that pilot. That shit.
0: Yep, especially the Larry the Cable Guy thing. Ugh.
1: You don't so, like Delta Force?
0: So also You
1: don't like Health Inspector?
0: Right now, let's talk the Superman Batman movie. We don't know a lot about it, but if you had to rate right now what you think it's going to be on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? Well, here's the thing. I just
1: watched the super, the newest Superman movie for the first time not last week. Not seen it yet. I'm and afraid to. It's not worth it. It's not Zach's worth watching. Snyder isn't that good. Well, no, I mean, the thing yeah. is, is it's directed extremely well. It could probably be a very compelling Superman movie. He does special effects extremely well. It's just the story, I don't know. Okay. There's not one person except for a five year old that needs to learn that needs to watch another fucking origin story of goddamn Superman. Agreed. We all know where he comes from. He's from Krypton. Now the light of the yellow sun gives him superpowers. Hooray. Everyone's seen Smallville or whatever. Everyone's seen the original Superman movies. Someone's read the Lois and Clark. Yeah. Someone's watched Lois and Clark. <laughs> no, Thank I've you, Dean it. Kane. Yeah, Thank I've you, it many Terry times, Hatcher. Though. Um Ooh,
0: Yeah, they're saucy.
1: <laughs> will they want that? Uh, okay. um, but, like, everyone's seen that shit. Everyone knows what the origin story of Superman is. There's no reason for it. This entire mm. movie is that, except it's longer. Oh, it's gosh. a two-and-a-half-hour origin story where he doesn't even become Superman until the last 45 minutes of it. Oh, god! So almost two hours is spent with him going, Ugh, I don't know if I should be Superman or not. Right, My dad said not to. Like, that's literally the entire movie. And then he's like, well, I probably should. And then he mm-hmm. beats up, you know, everybody. And then everything's saved. I what like you your mean? version better. Is I would like the next year movie to have that voice. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably yeah. like it a lot more. Well, I, I guess yeah. I gotta let do me, it. Let me come in and do the ADR on Henry Cable's voice. And I'll just I talk like I heard it as Batman. I guess I gotta go slam. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, it's... uh, It was... It's just a silly movie, and it's not useful in any way. They could have made an actual cool Superman movie where he, I don't know, does Superman shit. Right. Instead, like, they set it up, like, where he doesn't even have, like, a learning curve as far as, like, his
0: powers go. He just kind of has them, and then he, like, learns them two seconds later. This is where it comes into, I think, Hollywood assumes everyone's an idiot. As much like, I don't think the first X movie was badly made. No. But it was just acted like you would only enjoy it thoroughly if you have never heard of X-Men ever yeah. and knew nothing about them. Right. But for all of us who actually wanted to see the movie, it was like, yeah, we know. Yeah, but like, see, X-Men, X-Men it I was understand. was so good. Was, I understand an origin story for X-Men because
1: as popular of a comic as it is, it, like making it into a movie franchise, yeah, the general public probably doesn't know a lot about X-Men, but... You don't need an origin story for Superman. Right. He's the only like he's the only superhero that every fucking person on earth has heard of everyone. or sees the symbol and everyone. goes, Oh, Superman. Look, if Shaquille O'Neal has a fucking tattoo of Superman symbol, then everyone knows who Superman is. Also, you I was thinking about
0: fucking anybody. how awesome it would be if they made a movie where Christian Bale played Batman again, and then you played Superman in that voice, so we're gonna have that conversation real quick. <laughs> right. I think it would go? Hi, hey,
1: Batman. Yeah. I don't know if I should use my powers or not. My dad told me 15 years ago not to, because I'd be different. Where's Bane? <laughs> I don't know who that is.
0: Answer me, Superman. I don't know who that is. I don't even know Superman. So I was gonna say, uh, it's funny to me. That everyone's main contention with this movie, out of all the thousands of things that could go wrong, yeah. is that they're so mad that Ben Affleck's playing Batman, which to me is the Why? least least of any concern. Exactly. What has Ben Affleck done that make people hate him so much? That's the thing. No,
1: th- that's the thing. Is You're one of the people I know never, agrees with me.
0: He's never done anything. He's a great director. Yeah. he's been in tons yeah. of yeah. good movies. People and it's well, funny. he was in two bad movies. Yeah, if people always go, "Julie." It's like, okay, yeah, everyone's made great. a bad movie. Great, that's cool. Everybody, I get it. This, yeah, is what, this is what happened. Was everybody Why? was
1: mad because? He was young and rich and extremely good-looking, and he was, like, fucking every hot girl in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. and he ended up with one who was also young and hot and rich and good-looking, and people didn't like the fact that his life was so fucking good. So then he, you know, they break up, he was in that shitty movie with her, then he's going out with Jennifer Garner, and everybody was like, oh, okay, but she wasn't really that popular. And everybody just like kind of like was like, "I'm sick of that motherfucker. I don't want anything, you know. I don't want to see his shit anymore." But he really only made what three or four bad movies. I had to look through his IMDb. I feel like Phantoms, uh, arguably, even though I, I like think Phantoms, all right. Yeah, I like Reindeer Games, but I, I understand it's a bad, games. it's a bad movie. Like well, I was gonna uh, say, Geely. Fine. My, my main I kid,
0: love Jersey Girl, but everybody fucking hates it. You and it. I do, and you and I actually both thought Daredevil was okay. My yeah. main point with
1: that is, I like Daredevil.
0: That's maybe most people's point, and I'm gonna say, let's pretend you and I don't really think Daredevil is okay. But people always bring up like, how oh, do you play Batman? Did you see Daredevil. The problem though, the movie, the, the reason the Daredevil movie wasn't great, was not him. No, it was the script, the yeah. other actors. It was the, the budget. It was the fact that it was like cartoony, it was shot and... on a soundstage. that looked like the backdrop of every New York City. It was just so cheap. Yeah. That's not Ben Affleck's fault. No. He was fine in it. Oh, well,
1: actually, he built all the sets. Right. And uh, he had final draft of the script. And, yeah, no, that wasn't his fault at all. It was, It's not... He did a good job as Matt Murdock. It's just that the way they wrote it wasn't really right. the way a Daredevil. Superman... Obviously, Daredevil's supposed to be more racist
0: than <laughs> that, apparently. Apparently. Superman-Batman movie is going to be disappointing almost no matter what to me. And he's not even in the top ten reasons. Yeah. One, because you can't make... It's gonna be very Hollywood and they're gonna dumb everything down because they have to fit all it into one movie and that should not be fit into one movie. No. That should this that is could what be three movies.
1: Do. This is what they're gonna do. They They understand that the that the, the Christian Bale Batman was very popular. And the reason why they're rebooting it at all is because they don't want to be part of the Nolan verse anymore. What they want is what they're going to do, and I know is exactly what they're going to do is because the video games were so popular, the Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, the Arkham series has been so popular, they're going to base this Batman off that Batman. I can see that. Because that Batman's a little bit older. Yep. He's like in his, supposed to be in his late 30s, early 40s. Yep. He knows what's going on, and he has all these gadgets and shit that they can do with special effects, and yeah. they've already designed all the fucking villains for them. That's true. Like They can use these outlandish villains because they've already admitted in the Superman movie, since it's going to take place in that same universe that there's aliens and giant spaceships and shit, so why couldn't there be a Bane that's 400 feet tall? Why couldn't Solomon Grundy come back from the grave? Why right. wouldn't Poison Ivy control sentient plant? You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. They're going to do all that shit. They'll never touch the Joker again, not for the next 10 years or They'd so. they be stupid, too. Like, they just won't. They, won't. they They know better than do that because they'll turn public opinion so far against the movie. They already did with Ben Affleck. They know they can't suffer another blow <laughs> like that. But what they're going to do and what eventually they want to do I know. Is they're hoping for success with this movie, which it will be successful, be so successful. they can It'll make a Justice League. And you and I paid to go see it. Yeah, regardless, regardless. of how much I want to criticize any of it, so I'll watch it. And I mostly because I like Ben Affleck and I like I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I just hate
0: fucking Zack Snyder's bullshit. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Zack Snyder. I don't think he's that impressive. I think Watchmen was a people movie. People wanted to like so bad, but it really wasn't that good. I think it's excellent. Do you like it? Yeah, I, I think really. it's
1: a wonderful movie. I think the director's cut even though it's like almost 4 hours long. I haven't long, seen that. Is I especially when like if you get the the ultra edition or whatever that has like the tales of the black uh freighter or whatever put back in, it plays exactly like the comic. Okay. I pref- cool. actually and I'm one of the only people who actually is like really believes this, but I think that his reworking of the ending of Watchmen was better than Alan Moore's original. Really? Which is a weird thing to say, but it makes more fucking sense. Like I need to check that out. I, the alien, the the fucking thing in the in the comic, the thing about the alien being on Earth and that's the new, you know, yeah. enemy or whatever. Yeah, makes sense to a degree, but it makes less sense than having uh, Doctor Manhattan become the villain he doesn't want to be here anyway so if they always have to look over their shoulder for him to come back if they think he's the one who attacked and he's willing to take on that burden then even better you know even more perfect or whatever but aside from that i think that that movie is excellent and i still do but i understand also the people who have a
0: problem with it and the people who don't like it because it's not for everybody i didn't hate it i just yeah i didn't love it but i was gonna say uh what they need to do and i wish they would do is somebody would just wise up and make michael c hall the riddler yeah. Because it would be awesome. I think it would be great. How could no one have thought of that in Hollywood? Hollywood. Make Michael C. Hall the Riddler. Yeah. He'd be really good at it. He could just play Dexter. Yeah. Get him in the costume. He would
1: be per- Yeah, he would be a perfect Riddler. But, uh... And, um... Yeah, I don't know... I don't know there's so many things that they could do that they won't. It's just gonna be... I mean, I, I have hope for it, but I know it's gonna be a clusterfuck. Because, like, they're trying so hard... To scramble because Marvel's beating the shit out of them at oh, the box yeah. office. Oh yeah, they're trying really hard to scramble to to build what they want to become a Justice League movie, but they already fucking. I mean, they keep killing things before they start. So they got rid of the Wonder Woman TV show before it even really yep. came on. They got. I mean, they have Arrow on the on the CW, which is good, but right. but they need to develop it more before they can make a movie out of it and then put it in a, that franchise the Green Lantern movie was one of the worst pieces of shit that has ever existed. My was existing. brilliant. Oh, yeah. It was really good. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Nothing in that movie had anything to do with the Green no. Lantern. You could it have was... put any person <laughs> yeah. in there. You could have called it anything else and it would have made just as much sense. True. Plus, Ryan Reynolds is
0: just the worst sometimes. He's fine in some things. He's not the Green Lantern. And He certainly isn't Deadpool. No, that you. was atrocious. Another movie thing I was going to say, I'll report next Tuesday, but I'm excited and curious to see the Old Boy remake. Which I'm going to see tomorrow. Because I'm just curious. I've it's very heard it's weird... basically exactly the same. Okay. Like, I've heard that there's not much difference
1: between it. I love the original. Yeah, me too. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Is it Spike Jonze directed? N- no, Spike Lee. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. So If Spike <laughs> Jones directed it, I'd be very interested. Yes. Because I guarantee it would be fucking crazy Spike weird Lee, yeah. different. So we'll see, I guess. I'm excited because the trailer for The Raid 2 came out. Did it? The Raid, yeah. And the movie, The Raid, Redemption, is one of the greatest...
0: If you haven't seen The Raider Redemption, just go download it or watch it right now. Yeah, immediately. It the, fucking turn
1: this pile of shit the off The best and go. action movie yeah. ever made. It, absolutely. I love it. Everything about it. And the fucking trailer for the second one looks like the craziest. What is it about? Um, I don't... Like, the guy from the first one... I'm trying to think. Like, the policeman from the first one, he's in jail now. And, uh... For some reason, and he just, they don't like, they don't like show you much in, in the way of story or anything. Right. Like it's just like flashes of like crazy shit happening. So I can't wait. It's badass looking. It looks so
0: good. Good. But um, yeah, so watch the raid. <laughs> Two more things I'd definitely like to get to is one, let's go ahead and review this beautiful thing you have in front of you. Oh, this, you're dead. Could you go ahead and tell everybody about it one more time? <sighs> yeah,
1: it's called Candy Ice Cream. <laughs> Oh, ages three and up. Twist and Lick. But Lick is spelled L-I-K. Of course it Twist is. Twist in Lick.
0: Now, I want everybody to know that Justin seems unappreciative, but I paid $1.89 for this for him. Yeah. And this thing the looks one like... I'm very
1: appreciative of the things that you buy for me that are a or something. Does this come apart I or is this the candy? I do no. Do
0: you eat that? Because that is terrifying. It looks... Like molded shiny plastic made to look like a crappy ice cream cone. Oh wait, this comes up. Oh, 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 God. oh, oh God. hold on! You gotta, <laughs> you gotta take a picture of that to put on the blog. Oh my gosh! It uh, okay? I will. He takes the lid off, and it looks like a deodorant roll underneath with a bunch of little holes. You twist the ice cream cone, and this gross-looking toothpastey red stuff squirts out like deodorant. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that is so ugh. gross.
1: I thought it was gonna be like a push pop. Yeah, me you know too. Being I mean? like like a sucker type thing. Yeah,
0: man, I almost feel bad now. Oh, shit, this is so foul looking. This looks worse than the uh, the mighty wings from McDonald's. Oh, it's
1: gonna be way worse. I don't that know. Might actually man. taste better. Yeah. The problem is is I always, I've always, i
0: always, always had a problem with
1: gel-type candies. Don't blame me. Like, you. they make me yeah. really, really nauseous. Oh,
0: this thing looks so gross.
1: Ugh. Here we go. There's so much of it in this thing. <laughs> it looks like deodorant.
0: And toothpaste mixed together. Here he goes.
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, am not good at all. Like, not even in a traditional sense of, like, oh, it has some flavor to it. It literally just feels like like if they had a cherry toothpaste. Like wild cherry toothpaste. It's like gritty (laughs) but creamy at the same time. Oh man. Like how like literally how like a toothpaste with like or like you know how um like like body wash with pumice in it feels? Yeah. That's what this feels like in my mouth. Only with like cherry. (laughs) So you're not gonna be finishing it. No, do you want me to try it one more time since I always try it twice? Yeah, you should take another.
0: Maybe, yeah, it'll it'll grow on you by the second taste. You should give your dog a taste. Oh, (laughs) no. You know what's weird
1: about, too? What? It's Like, right at the beginning, it kind of tastes like kind of plain cake icing. (laughs) Like, oh, fuck this
0: shit. (laughs) I wish people would see this. He's going to post a picture on the blog. You, uh... Really oh, disgusting yeah, that that exists. Good, I feel good about that. Let's talk video games. Oh,
1: here's the thing I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, Okay, this is something you'd want to eat, and I'll get you one. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, from Blizzard or from uh, Dairy Queen is uh their new flavor for Christmas. Uh, you can get it in a Blizzard, a shake, or a, a Blizzard waffle cone. Okay. Candy cane chill. All right. Yeah, candy cane ice cream. That'd be all right. No, it would not. Yes, it would. No, you'll probably fucking put chocolate on it because you're a disgusting beast. Justin very much hates mint-flavored things mixed with chocolate. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. You made me eat that. Mint chocolate chip is good ice cream. No, it is not good. It's good. good. For (laughs) nothing mint chocolate chip has ever been good in its entire life. Yes. No, no. You probably fucking drink eggnog and shit. No, I hate eggnog. pumpkin pie. Yeah, pumpkin pie is delicious. disgusting, (laughs) gross (laughs) motherfucker.
0: Ugh. You know what? Let's talk video games. All right. Now, what about um, video games, I'd like to I say, like a of times. I play a video game, but they have told me not to you <laughs> yeah, <the> <laughs> no, I was I was going to say, I've been playing addictively <laughs> Hotline Miami, oh, which yeah. is your number what game of the year? Two. Number two. Uh, I got it on the PS3 because on the PlayStation Network it's free right now. Yeah. And it's amazing. Isn't it fucking bad? Yeah, it's such a good game. I recommend it to everybody. It's called Hotline Miami, it's on yeah. PC. I think 360, PlayStation Network, and it's great. It is incredibly hard. Oh, yeah, super it hard. It is incredibly it, hard. If you like, like,
1: puzzle-type action games, it's totally, like, I mean, it's one of the best that I've ever played. Plus, it, the
0: story is really cool, I think. like It is. i I'm uh, on Chapter 9. I just beat the first boss. It's very weird. It's a weird game. It's interesting. And it, you stay addicted. It's a, uh, I like, it does the thing that Super Meat Boy did. Yeah. Where you're never out of the action. So you will die yeah. a ton. You just you But as soon as button, you die, you, just, you hit X yeah. and you're right back starting that, that room over again. Yeah. And, and they I have th- like all these
1: different masks and stuff you can get as you complete things. Yeah. And they all
0: have different like powers or different bonuses right. and stuff. And they're creepy animal masks. And at this point in the game, I'm not even still sure what the plot is.
1: Uh, you, sure you really won't know
0: until like the end, basically. Right. But it's awesome. And it's cool because you will die a ton. But it's like a top down game. It's not just an action game. Because basically each house or apartment you go to is the entire level. Yeah. And that one place could take you two to three hours. Yeah. Sometimes, depending. For what's, depending, yeah, for what's a total you're, you're, of probably four minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Because, But just because it's so difficult, like sometimes it's just, I don't know. That game will fuck you up, though, like pretty bad. Before <laughs> I left here to record this, I was on a level that I played for an hour and a half and still can't beat it, Chapter no. 9. So yeah. oh, I'm trying to figure you'll, out the best way to do it. It's the one, that. It's the one where the first time the SWAT team comes.
1: Oh, that's a... That's one of the hardest things in the entire game. It is incredibly hard. Yeah. The only good... The greatest thing, actually, one of the biggest or best things about having video games right now is that, like, if you ever get stuck in a game, you just go to YouTube and someone just shows you, like, exactly how to do it. YouTube is kind of the best for that,
0: and I don't care if that makes me a cheater.
1: But, uh... I... Oh, what else? What was I going to say? Oh, I... I, this week, just... There was the Steam... Steam's, uh autumn sale was on which is the worst because there's going to be another one in two weeks for the Steam's holiday killing sale everybody's wallet right now so they what, what it is is like on steam if you're a pc gamer or mac or whatever assuming they have the game out on mac at the time you go on steam and every couple of hours they update and they like cut prices down like between usually between 40 and 80 percent and sometimes even games. like 90 yeah so i went and i was just like sitting there and i kept like I, every time I go on I just fucking buy something I think I bought like 15 or 20 games this time like my my library list is so huge on my Steam but I don't have any of them installed like I just keep like I'm like what should I play I'm not going to play it's like I'm turning into <laughs> another fucking Netflix for me or right. like I'm like what should I watch oh there's too many things I don't want to watch anything anymore. yeah
0: well I was going to say I got that on the other day and I was like Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 with all the expansions $5 I was like done yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I bought that. was yeah. like
1: isn't that like the that's like the greatest? Th- they did that with um, oh, I can't remember what it was. There's like there was something that had like five expansions and it was like four ninety nine. I can't yeah, remember what I great. bought. That's the problem with it. <laughs> I buy all this shit and I can't remember what the fuck I yeah, bought. Absolutely, but it's amazing because you really don't spend that much. I think I spent like forty bucks, thirty bucks, or whatever over the entire thing, and I only I like got like twelve things. So. Right, it's pretty great.
0: I was gonna say, speaking of the console wars, I have a PS4 now,
1: and I have oh, an Xbox One. Right before one. that, I just wanted to say since we didn't do any pop culture stuff really this week, true. Here's one about video games. Actually, is that Lindsay Lohan is suing Rockstar because she says they used her likeness in Grand Theft Auto V. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she says it's the woman who, um, on the cover, the the girl who's holding like the ca- the camera phone and the right. bikini. She says it looks like her. Except that they said they based it on Kate Upton and they showed there was a picture online of literally the exact same pose that Kate Upton was doing that they used Not and only drew. that.
0: Has she ever maybe realized that maybe they so much didn't rip her off as much as she's actually just become the stereotypical LA Crackhead? Yeah. That San yeah. Francisco maybe said, she that uh, Grand Theft Auto has based its game yeah. around. Yeah, maybe she should uh, think <laughs> about that for a second.
1: Oh Fucking, man. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny. I That's was like hilarious. I was like, Really you're that desperate for money? I mean, is that, yeah, is that where you're at right now suing... A cartoon, she should just be happy she was allowed to be in Eastbound and Down for that five seconds at the end of the fucking series. But I'm sorry to spoil it for anybody who was wondering <laughs> if she was going to be in it. But um, anyway, so go
0: ahead. Sorry, so I have a PS4 and an Xbox One, and here's my final report. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't think on news things that they do a drum roll for Well, because their... most people are so biased and it kills me. And my report is that they're both pretty cool and it's gonna be months before you really see what they do yeah i mean the xbox one uh i like dead rising a lot i've been playing it it's cool there's some cool downloadable games i've been messing with the fitness thing it's actually really awesome with the connect ps4 um has some great games um what You scan your dick yeah and they both just are so new there's like 10 games apiece so I mean that's it. Yeah, and it's even funny. It's like games people that arguing, were, and there's nothing to argue about. I, just,
1: I think it's funny because like all the games that they're out, like well, ma- majority of them are things that were built for the last generation systems. Not that's just that people don't seem to understand
0: that people are like, well, Dead Rising three like doesn't look that much better than like Grand Theft Auto five. I'm like, yeah, the point you realize is that the first games ever made on these new systems look as good as the best games these old eight year old right. systems can offer. That's exactly. the point. It's going to only improve. And people I've heard on both sides are just so much like, well, PlayStation's better, Xbox is better. They're almost exactly the same right now. They're not. To like, argue is so dumb. And it's going to take a year or two to see which exclusives you really like better and which systems are right. like doing different things.
1: And people, that's the other thing, is like, people don't understand is like, you can pretty much just judge. Like nowadays, everything's so fucking powerful. You pretty much just judge it on the exclusives. Exactly. And even then, the exclusives are all both the of them have different exclusives that you want to play. So you
0: might as well just get fucking both systems or stop crying. Or unless you're one of those people that's like, well, Graphics are a little bit on Xbox uh, Xbox Xbox One on my easy Bucky. bake oven the graphics are better but, but the draw rate on the PS4 it's like that stuff is so minimal they yeah look I don't both care. amazing they're cool systems I enjoy both of them right now but I'm still going back and playing Hotline look, Miami on just, PS3 yeah and just give me just look just all I want just give me
1: the next uh the next Gears of War and the next Halo and then also give me the Uncharted four and the next Last of Us exactly. and we'll all be fine.
0: If, if at I'll, this point you were strongly arguing that one of the two of those is better, I think you're an idiot. Yeah. They're almost exactly the same. The
1: only thing you could really judge them on right now is just their their online services. Which And they're they're so I mean they're just they're the same, same as they point. were yeah. at the last ones. So it's Well, like, I mean
0: Sony's is better now, but it needed to be. It's just on yeah. par now with Xbox. Right. And the only Man, thing you could judge gonna them gonna on eight years. is like Dead Rising and Knack. I mean, yeah. there's not you can't argue now, yeah. so that's that's my final. That's the opinion. other
1: thing is like Knack was just something they put out because they had to have something at launch, like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like what What did anybody really expect, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts or Assassin's yeah. Creed, uh, Black Flag to be like that much different on the new
0: systems as opposed to the old ones, they no, look prettier they're built they're fun. for the same,
1: yeah. you know, the same
0: exact yeah. engine. Black Flag on uh, Xbox One, PS4 looks really pretty, yeah, it's a good game, but I mean, yeah, like, it's the
1: same as having like a PC, and like, it's like. Yeah. Look, I have a real, I have a pretty good graphics card. And then if you went and spent three hundred dollars on a really great graphics card, yeah, that's the difference. Like there,
0: but there's not going to be much of one at this point. I absolutely agree. So I have both of them. I like them. And a year from now on this podcast, I'll tell you which one I actually think is better. Which one? Okay. A year
1: from now on this, or which one would you come on it? Come on. Both. Okay. PS4 slimmer. Oh, see, fucking. You're just against. People so if you who like them fat, thick, yeah, you no. You, go for the Xbox. you know what? That's really. You're just being discriminatory towards people's size now, Ryan. I see how it is. You only like them skinny.
0: Nah, man. Stan Lee wouldn't like it. You only like them skinny and black. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> uh, but so that's my verdict. And other than that, I'm gonna keep on playing Hotline Miami all week. So hopefully, hello, mammy. Hotline Miami. <laughs> oh, I didn't say hello, mammy. Oh yeah, oh, you, you I've did. Said that before. <laughs> I didn't say hello, mammy. I've said.
1: Hello, Mammy. Yeah, I said it through a
0: garbage bag. Hey, Mom!
1: No. Uh, oh, sorry. you know what's funny about that? Is what? Is the toy fucker thing. Is there's a comedian friend of mine, Wes Hedger, oh. who, uh, he was cooking dinner and listening to our podcast the other night, and uh, his two small children started
0: saying, toy fucker over and <laughs> over, over again. Big Snackers is good for something. Yeah, we're good for raising Teach children. Teach your kids to be terrible people. Yeah. We can do that. Oh, we can do it. Is there anything else we want to cover today? I yeah. can do it. We covered a lot. Um. Yeah,
1: I don't think there was. No, I'm pretty sure that was it, right? Yeah, I think so. That's we, no, yeah, weird. We,
0: to... we reached. have an episode. We can't think of anything. Yeah. Well, next week, uh, I have a few more ideas. Oh, you had
1: something on your text that you wanted to ask me about that
0: you said earlier. I think I did actually. Let's let's end with this. Let's finalize big snackers for the week.
1: Oh, uh, before we do that, you go obviously the same old thing we always say. Go on iTunes. And rate us and subscribe to us and also go on Tumblr and uh whatever you want to do, listen. But yeah, absolutely. uh keep asking questions. We're very please. much enjoying that. Um thank, and keep uh, on continue us. pointing out shortcomings of the audio quality or make anything us feel else like we're idiots. Yeah. Uh we'll we'll put up a comment card for you to fill out. <laughs> um Aside from that, you know, we appreciate everybody who listens. Seriously, please uh, keep our on iTunes. aside.
0: Spreading the word on Facebook And uh Thank you so much And please keep on Just telling people about us Cause it's going really well Be our friend So yeah Earlier today I uh, texted you Justin I mm-hmm. said Does 5ish sound good today? So we usually do it around 5 or 6 each week He said yeah Then uh For no reason I didn't say anything You said Fuck me with an old stick What is th- No you said something And then I said what And you just Gave me a smiley face Hold on I gotta look at this real quick cause I Go ahead you said five-ish. I said five-ish. You said, yeah, bro. I said, mm. And then you said, fuck me with an old stick. <laughs> there we go. See, you said, yeah. You I said, was just saying, mm. mm, like, yeah, sounds good. I'll see you around five. Oh. And your response was, fuck me with an old stick. Yeah,
1: don't you ever, like, have somebody go out in the woods and just, like, find a stick that's no, kind of old and I just, just no, fuck I don't, you
0: with it? No, I don't do that. Why? Well, <laughs> you know, here's the question
1: is, like, you think I'm weird. Like, what if I think you're weird because you don't do that? And why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want to fuck me with an old stick?
0: I mean, I'll bring one next week. Next week's going to be too late. For I what? already have been fucked with an old stick by then. Well, make up a new item next week, and we'll talk about it. And I'll bring why would I, I'm not making up an item, Ryan. This is what the you, thing I like. What? Well, so, if you like it, then you want it again Once next week? Once a month. Oh, today was that day. Yeah, because I don't want,
1: like, you know, like... I like to have, you know, a manageable habit. I don't want it to become like an addiction or something. Okay. I mean, it feels good, but if you do it all the time, it loses its specialness. Like, you know, loses its, uh, I guess, I don't think
0: specialness is a word, but I'll just use it. I don't like where this conversation's headed. Don't fucking cross me. (laughs) Okay, so uh, thanks for listening to Big Snackers episode 12. Please submit questions and uh, review us on iTunes. Uh, feel free to email Stan Lee with
1: any complaints that you have about yeah, his appearance at show. Yeah, that was not the best. His uh, his views don't reflect not at those all. Of Big snackers. So yeah. Um, so sorry about that. Yeah. So just uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
0: Bye bye, people out there in Radio World.
1: Oh, oh should I list the radio? I don't know. My dad told me not to. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, you oh, should. Good. Oh. Well, should I know, but what's a radio? How's it work? What Show me your dick. Okay, but my, my dad told me not to 15 years ago. Shut up. Do I have don't a Don't listen dick? to your dad. My Show dad, me your dad. But that's Kevin Costner. You seen Ditch? I do <laughs>